Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. If you know anything about us, you know we're in a bitter feud. We argue constantly about this particular topic. It consumes our waking hours trying to think of new ways each of us is right and the other is wrong. Actually, none of that's true. But we do have an area where we each have our own way of doing things. The topic we can't seem to agree on is whether raised bed gardening or in-ground gardening is best. Today, we're going to bring it all out in the open and talk about it. First definitions. (laughs) In-ground gardening is the right way to do it. (laughs) Wrong! (laughs) (laughs) Um, In-ground gardening is when you open a hole in the ground God gave you and throw a plant into it. Raised bed gardening is ever so slightly more complicated. It's anything above the surface of of the level ground... Some people love to do waist-high gardens. Some, like mine, are only about a foot high. There are many different kinds of containment, and it is the way I like to do gardening the best. So first we'll talk about a few advantages of each, and then we'll get into the the bitter feud of it all. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I think I did in-ground gardening because it was just easier. I mean, we kind of said that above, but you have to plan ahead, which I'm not awesome at, and execute a plan in advance, also not good at. What I like to do (laughs) is take my plants outside, dig a hole in the middle of the grass, this is how my garden started, and throw them in and then go back inside and nurse my baby or clean the house or start dinner or whatever. Whatever I'm going to do, it's going to be done quickly. So that's why I didn't do the raised beds the other great thing about in-ground gardening is there's no what i deem wasted space you're planting in however big of a space that you have available and you're planting all of it i i plant everything like kind of right next to each other and just plan on stepping over things. I know a lot of people who in-ground garden leave like little paths and stuff through their... I don't do that. Don't leave paths. I just use up all the space that I can in my garden. And I feel that above-ground gardens, it's very space-limiting. I feel like you have to keep on building more gardens instead of just throwing down a piece of cardboard waiting for your grass to die which is how I live my life. I do think that Ellen's garden is probably more attractive. My neighbors would be more grateful to see Ellen's garden (laughs) in my front lawn than what I currently have. It's not beautiful. It's utilitarian. (laughs) And I do plant a lot of flowers. You plant a lot of flowers? No, I plant a lot of flowers. 
No, I plant a lot of flowers all through my vegetable garden. Oh, do you? Yeah, all that are supposed to be good for vegetables. So I mm -hmm. imagine some people might see beauty in that. I see utility. <laughs> so advantages to raised bed gardens. I think it is easier to amend the soil because you're building your soil from the ground up. Whatever you put in there, that's what you're putting your plants into is however you made it. So it's going to end up exactly the way that you designed it. Raised bed gardens are also better for soggy areas, areas that have poor drainage, which is one of the problems that we have in our, our property. We kind of lived at, live at the bottom of a hill. So this was a way for me to be able to garden, you know, up out of the potential sogginess. And it just depends on the year. If we have a really rainy year, our yard does get kind of soft, which is lovely to walk on, mm -hmm. but not so much for the gardening. <laughs> There's water down there. The the raised bed kind of pulls pulls you up above any sogginess in your land. In my opinion, raised bed gardens are prettier. They are more oh, yeah. pleasing to the eye. They kind of keep everything in their place, which is what I like. I, I do like a path through my garden because I, I like to be able to see. I, it, I have four by eight beds and I can see the whole bed from all sides. So I feel like it makes for easier, easier picking and it's prettier. I like pretty things. Lauren is has always been very utilitarian and I like my things pretty. So it's just the way I like it because you can amend your soil. I, I think that they're highly productive and I'm sure it before Lauren jumps on me. Hey, in ground gardens are highly productive too, but I find my raised bed gardens to be very productive uh, for the amount of space. When, I mean, I think everyone should amend their soil, people within ground gardens and people with raised beds. But when you have an in-ground garden, it's going to take longer to amend your soil mm -hmm. than with a raised bed because you're basically just filling it with whatever you want. But when you've got an in-ground garden, you're planting your plants in what's already there. Mm -hmm. Other advantages, it's a little bit easier on the back. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest advantage. Uh, you, you don't have to bend over as much. That is the reason, <laughs> the sole reason I might move to <laughs> raised beds. Yep. And it, it definitely is. There is less bending. Mine are only about a foot high. So there is still some bending, certainly. I'm, I'm tall, so I, I still have to get kind of a ways down there to reach my foot tall beds. It's, I think, easier to see problem areas because you can see all the way around each of your beds. And each bed kind of has its own thing going on when in my garden. You know, I, I keep my tomatoes here and my peppers there. And so I, I don't get overwhelmed by the whole thing. I, I, I set out to, if I'm weeding, I set out to do just one bed at a time. So it's not too overwhelming. Which I do too. I do that by vegetable. Today I'm going to read a weed yeah. around the tomatoes and tomorrow around the garlic. <laughs> I think it's easier to put a fence around a raised bed garden because depending on how your beds are, you can use your beds as part of your edge and just fence around right around your beds. That's some of my beds act as part of my fencing. So I just think that's a little bit easier in a raised bed. And 
it's easier to do vertical gardening in a raised bed because you already have some structure built into it. So those are my advantages. And, but for me, the biggest thing, honestly, is that I like things to look nice. And I, I think raised bed gardens just look pretty. Well, it is very pretty. There's no denying. <laughs> disadvantages. So I said above that one of the disadvantages is the soil. For example, when I put in my garden on a very slight incline, like uh, Ellen's been to my house a whole bunch of times, and I bet if I said my garden is on a hill, she wouldn't think so, right? No. It is. No, it looks flat. It's on a little bit of a hill. It's enough mm -hmm. of a hill that my bad soil, which just it doesn't absorb as well as it as some other kinds of soil might, just doesn't suck anything up. So I had to come up with ways to keep the water with my plants. Disadvantages. Although that I mean the mother of invention. I've invented a lot of new and interesting things out there in the garden, which just make it all the more tacky. But um, so, how do you keep the water with your plants? I use containers. So, actually, my favorite container is a giant pork rind container that we get from Sam's. And actually, I don't really like pork rinds that much. Few people do. <laughs> I mean, that's a giant thing of pork rinds. <laughs> the truth. But I, I've gotten one, and my husband and kids, and like if everyone pitches together, if we all work together, we can finish one of those in like a month. <laughs> so <laughs> I got several of those, and I got some from mom, too. She really likes pork rinds. She and dad. She didn't eat them by herself. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, and you just cut the top off the container and the bottom because, of course, you want the water to be able to get out and you want the, the plant's roots to be open to the soil. And every single big plant I plant in there, so all the tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchini, they all get planted inside this container. So the container goes down into the soil and then I fill it up with dirt that's more absorbent. And so it's almost like tiny raised beds. Aha! <laughs> uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> so when I water, all the water stays in the container, at least for a time. Like it gives the roots a chance mm -hmm. to get some of the water before it runs away. And it, it's not running across the top of the soil either. It's running like down into the soil. Exactly. So yeah, advantageous for your roots, certainly. Yep. And as I've had this garden for a while, I, I put new things in the soil every single time that I plant. So I add that dirt into the top of each of those containers. I put leaves on my garden every year in the fall. I add cardboard on to hold down weeds. So all of this is soil amendment. And then I also, <laughs> one of my neighbors gave me a free load of rabbit poo for several months. And I put that all over the garden. That was nice. Rabbit manure, I know we've said it before, but it's worth repeating. Rabbit manure is the best manure. It's awesome. If your garden, if you can get your hands on some, uh, if you have 
friends with rabbits or or whatever get your hands on some because it yeah. is the best it, it's considered a cold compost or a cold compost which means you can add it straight into your garden and my garden last year since we started raising rabbits I, I was astounded at how well my garden did last year. And it was the only thing I really changed mm -hmm. last year from the year before that was adding manure to it. And it's just, it was amazing. Everything did, it, it threw stuff at me when I walked outside. It was so awesome. Yep. Same with mine last year. I started a brand new vegetable bed last year and I, the only thing I put on it was cardboard and rabbit manure. And then I planted corn mm -hmm. in it, and it did amazing. I had so much corn last year. And it's all because yes. of that rabbit poo. <laughs> so other disadvantages are that you do have to bend weight. Like, I don't even bend down. I actually just crawl around in the garden to get the vegetables. <laughs> Again, with the neighbors probably thinking I'm nuts, but I don't like to miss anything. <laughs> so there's a lot more bending. And I... I actually, I ha have to contradict you on the building upward, doing your garden upward. I, I have found many constructive ways to do that without really having to build anything either. I just use posts and rope that I can move around. I'm cheap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's not as pretty. I don't have like a giant arch that my cucumbers grow from like on YouTube, but <laughs> it is utilitarian and it doesn't mm -hmm. take very long, which is my time is just so limited. I, well, I'll just go back a little bit to the beginning of my garden during nap time. I would have like a half hour of nap time that I could spend in the garden every single day. And I remember telling our dad that and just his face was so disappointed. <laughs> a half hour a day in your garden. Ridiculous. Pathetic. You might as well not even bother. <laughs> but it was enough. But that tomato me. plant gave you lots of tomatoes that year. Yep. Yep. Always very generous with the tomatoes. <laughs> So disadvantages of a raised bed, they definitely need more watering because of them being up above the soil, water can drain away more easily. And for us, how we deal, deal with that, because we are in town, we are on town water. So I always just begrudged the water I had to give to my garden, which it has to have. So you, you have to figure out something if, if you're on town water. So what we did was buy a 275-gallon water tote and hook it up to our eaves. And in a good rainstorm, that'll fill in an hour, two, two, I would say two hours. And so that's how we deal with it. And then I just got a submersible, submersible pump and run that right over to my garden. And so I have all the water I want. So that's how we deal with it needing more water. And there are, another disadvantage is that there are some upfront costs to getting started. We used rough cut lumber, 
which definitely cut our costs down some, especially as expensive as lumber is these days. Um, there, we have a rough cut lumber place in our area. If you can find one of those, it will dramatically decrease your cost. There is some work to get started. My husband and son built most of my beds and the fence, and I, I got to supervise most of that project. I did help fill the beds, but they, they did most of the construction on it, and I was so thankful. <laughs> and there is some yearly maintenance on the beds, depending on the style. Like I said, we have rough cut walls on our beds, so I do have to go through and occasionally reattach the sides of the walls. My beds are, I think this is our fourth, third or fourth year, something like that. And so it, sometimes the, you do have to go back in and just make sure that everything is going to last you another season before you plant. To me, these disadvantages are completely worth it because of the advantages that I listed above. I, I just, I like the way they look. I like how tidy they are. And I, to me, the dis or the advantages rather far outweigh the disadvantages. I, I really just, I enjoy raised beds. Mm -hmm. I think they're good. So, dear audience, you don't really have to decide. You can choose to do both if you want to. I've definitely seen that where people planted some mm -hmm. things in the ground and some things in raised beds in an artful manner that was still lovely and also <laughs> you can if you know that this year you're just not going to be able to swing the extra costs and time that raised beds are going to take then don't not have a garden you can still do Agreed. a little something in the ground this year and then just slap your raised beds on top of it next year or even mid-year if you mm -hmm. want something that's prettier it's right it's so flexible to have a garden and i think everyone should have one pretty sure alan does too and i know we've said it before but it's kind of our theme. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you can where you are, how you can. Just plant something, even if it's in pots. Mm -hmm. I mean, just plant something. You learn something every year you plant. And you take that knowledge that you learned this year into next year. And when we started our raised bed, the first year we had it, we actually had our youngest. So this would be our fourth year with our raised beds because she's four. We had planned on putting in our raised beds that year, and then we had a baby dropped on us in May. And so we had gotten two of them done, and we were like, well, that's it for this year. And then we went in the house. <laughs> that was it. We, I, I, we, thankfully, before she came to us, we had gotten them full of dirt and, you know, amended our soil. So those two beds were ready. But that was it. And people came up to our house and we would have like these two four by eight beds just stuck in the middle of the yard. Like, well, that's a work in progress. We'll get to it <laughs> next year. We're doing stuff. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Let's go in the house and take care of a baby. Yeah. 
And that's the yeah. beauty of having a garden. It can be as little as much or as much as you want. You can just have one tomato plant sitting in a pot next to your front door. And you know what? That's enough. Mm -hmm. You can live your life like that. And more power to you if you do. Put a basil plant next to it and you have a, a sauce. lovely salad in the making. It's sauce. <laughs> And we would love to hear what your opinions are, either on our website, wifestylehustle.com, or on any of our social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or X. Well, guys, we hope our little talk today will help you in your thought process of what kind of garden you want. We enjoy our spirited discussions on advantages and disadvantages of each. We hope you did too. If you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.